Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Matt Gay's favorite football podcast. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Free agent Woo. kicker Matt Gay. Hits he is his. a free agent. He is a free agent. I drafted him yeah, in my fantasy. Yeah, you didn't know that when you drafted him in your I fantasy didn't, team. I didn't, and now I regret it. Yeah, we, we actually did our fantasy draft this week. Uh, this week, Friday. Yeah. The first fantasy draft you've ever had, Joe? For, yeah, it was, and it was good, and it went well. I yeah. think it went quite well. It went well. What were your overall thoughts like... Um, uh, uh, I don't know, like any, any, any takeaways, any, like, how do you feel about your team? 16, 16 picks is Six, way too much. It's long. <laughs> it's especially, it's way too long for people that know absolutely nothing well, about football. That's fair. And, uh, you know, most people that do fantasy drafts probably know a little bit about football, but yeah, I feel like even for me, 16 is long. Like, right? like you, eventually just, I, the first, I think like six yeah. i was like i know these people yeah. like it was just like familiar names mm-hmm. then eventually it was getting to a point where i was like oh my goodness yeah. this guy has looks like he's fine so yeah and it's like for me it's i i know the players but like when it gets to the when it gets closer to the end of the draft it's like i get to a point where like do i want to pick brashad perryman or antonio gibbs i'm like i don't freaking care man <laughs> both of these guys probably are not going to be that good this season like why why like why are we even doing this anymore but yeah first for a few first like four rounds are always like let's go this is fun yeah, we're having know, a good time I and it the, was fun yeah you know it was fun overall but uh yeah it's, it gets long but like I, I think you did a pretty decent job i got yeah a couple i got pat mahomes pat mahomes yeah let i me got derrick henry a couple good Zach Ertz. All right, let's pull up your roster here real quick just to kind of... A couple people that I'm really questionable. Okay, yeah. Not, we'll, we'll get into that as well. <laughs> some, of the, <laughs> some of the questions. You know, it's your first time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you you got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. I think you took him in the second round probably. I think so. I think second I kind of just did that like... Uh, yeah. I think he's going to be good. You think he... Well, he, I think he is going to be good too. Some people would say drafting quarterback in the second round is a dumb dumb idea. It probably was, but I have three quarterbacks. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have way too I many would say that is the dumb, the dumb idea of your team having three quarterbacks. Yeah. So you have you have Patrick oh, Mahomes man. and Kyler Murray, and then you have also obviously you have Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, that's I, your boy. I, but I did not draft until like yeah. way way later. Yeah, and it was you know your team's rage against the machine, so you had to have him on the team. Yeah, I might change that name. It's dumb anyways. No, it's not. It's it's good. It's good. I don't know what <laughs> your logo fine. is. What is it's it? A, a buffalo? Ram. I think it's a ram. Rage? No, I think it's a ram. Rage? Oh, shit. It doesn't look like it? a ram. It looks like a like a like a buffalo or something. But yeah, you have pronghorn. You have Pat Mahomes. I think you got. Did you take Derrick Henry in the first round? Was that your first round pick? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. So Derrick Henry. Uh, you have Le'Veon Bell, who I encourage you very much not to draft. And I thought it episode. was the opposite way, so that's why I drafted him. Oh yeah. So Oops. you know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I doubt it. But uh, <laughs> Stefan Diggs, a wide receiver, another guy I think that I said to stay away from. No. Yeah, I, I did so. for I sure. I think I can look it up in my notes right now because I said that Josh Allen's a bad quarterback, so no, he's not going to. Yeah, so Stefan Diggs. You basically, uh, and also Rob Ronkowski at tight end, which is another player that I said to stay away from. So you kind of just. I'm sorry. You went, you went kind of the total opposite of me. You're assuming that I'm, that I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh yeah well you did draft matt gay at the kicker position he was actually recently cut by the tampa Bay buccaneers so he doesn't even have a job right now so i don't know if you're gonna go out and find a kicker before week one starts or do i need one uh, well you're just gonna have zero points in that position going into the w- week one 
Oh, I'm going to trade for Justin Tucker. <laughs> I have three quarterbacks. Well, that's actually, hey, that's not bad. Who who has Justin Tucker? It's probably... Quarlos. 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 Quarlos Redekop. Quarlos has him. Uh, I believe Redekop, so. Redekop, because he's a cop. Yeah, I, I think he does have it. Yeah, you should... You should Carlos, if you're listening to this, Joe's going to make you a, hef- a, a hefty offer. for. Joe, you're going to have to guide me and show me how to <laughs> he's make gonna, a trade. He's going to but... send you Matt Gay and and and, yeah. and Mitch Trubisky for, for Justin Tucker. No, maybe not Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't want to lose him. You really don't. Big, I, big, I don't want to lose him. Big news, though, this week. A uh, ton of news of just, a, I would say, a, even a flurry of news, I would say. Wow. That's how much news it was, a flurry of news. <laughs> Uh, but one of the big things was uh, Mitch Trubisky is expected to be the starter in Chicago. So yeah, and he's gonna do great, great bounce back year for Mitch Trubisky. I hope so. Just I so, hope so too. Just for the fact that we could keep this bit going on the podcast. Yeah, and I was actually watching uh, UFC comebacks the other day, like people that just get the <laughs> not beat out of them and they're like knocked out and they're like, oh shoot, but then they come back and then they knock the other person out, and that kind of inspired mm. me to like. I am not going to trade Mitch Trubisky. Nice. Mitchell. Oh, I, Mitchell I Bisky. I said his name correct. No, I said Mitch Trubisky. Oh. I said it correctly. It's Mitch Trubisky around these out. parts, man. Yeah, cut. We can, we can take that out in post. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, Mitch Trubisky is probably going to be the starter over Nick Foles, which I was not expecting at first. But now it's like with the whole weird offseason, you know, Mitchell was already there. So it's like yeah. he knows the offense. And you know, Joe's expecting big things out of him. Was he was is Nick Foles injured or why is he not? Uh, well, Nick Foles, well, he's just not like a starting caliber. Oh. Like he, I don't, you know, Nick Foles, he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles a couple years back. No, uh, no, okay, <laughs> he's a he was a backup quarterback for the Eagles. Okay, uh, and then their starter Carson Wentz got hurt. Okay, and then Nick Foles went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Wow, yeah, which is unprecedented. No just like kidding. the times we're living in. Just like the times. unprecedented. <laughs> Uh, and then he's, he he uh, he played there for another year. Uh, Carson Wentz got hurt again, and then he had like a deep playoff run with the Eagles again. So people are like, "Oh man, Nick Foles is like legit." So then he signs this huge contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 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 Uh, and then he totally doesn't pan out. He gets injured right away, and then Gardner Minshew's there, and everybody loves him. Yeah. And then he gets traded to to Chicago now. Um, so. The Bears. The Bears. Your Bears. The Bears. My bears. bears. Are they? Okay. We're, Mike's we're, I think bears. we're going to discuss this at some point uh, later. No, in I the actually podcast. do have a. You, who your favorite team is? Yeah. You I have do. A, okay. Well, don't don't say, yeah, we're going to tease it. Okay. And, at and the I end know of what the, you're thinking. I'm not a bandwagoner. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't. Oh, because you, you told us what your favorite yes, team was going to be on. I forgot already. And I forgot before already. Before I even knew. Oh, I think I know. Okay. I think I know. Yeah, I think but you we, do. we're going to tease it. We're going to tease it for the podcast. Uh, I thought it was the Bears. At one point, it was the 49ers, I think. No, that's no, just no. 49ers football. That maybe. is just 49ers football. That's, yeah. that's honestly 49ers football. But yeah. But speaking of football, there's football being there's played football this week. Being played on Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night, the very the very first first game. game of the season, and it's the Chiefs versus the. What am I saying? Sorry. What? What did you, did you say? Something. <laughs> I, I was just going to wait for you to finish. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, no, I well, you were talking to me. Oh. Yeah, you were saying Chiefs and then they who they were playing. Yeah, the Chiefs the are Eagles. Hosting. Okay, uh, no. Oh. You want to give it another shot? 
No, I don't think, want to uh, take another shot. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's you, a, you really discouraged me after the first no, time. No, I, I so was trying I'm to be encouraging. Shot. I was trying to encourage you. No, you didn't. You know, you're learning. And, you know, uh, I was hoping the one thing that you would remember is the first game of the season. Yeah, but, you know, that's I was, fine. it was very lucky that I actually chose the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs. Well, the defending Super Bowl champ always hosts the first game of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, except for the one time when they didn't. But we won't get into that. Um, but it's the Chiefs versus the Texans. Oh, I the knew Houston that. Texans. He knew it. I, I did. He know did that. know it. We talked about I it. I was actually talking to Joe about it in the beginning. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see how well the Texans do against yeah. the Chiefs." And but you were saying yeah. that thing about the the player on the Texans. Which it one was. were you talking? Which one oh, were you talking about? Oh my goodness, Tucker, Justin Tucker. So. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we yeah. we have football, you know, and and Joe's gonna have. He has a lot to learn this season. Mm-hmm. He has a lot to learn this season. But I'm excited. By the time you're listening to this, we are three days out from the 2020 NFL football season. Wow. There were times it didn't seem like we'd get here, I'd, honestly. Okay, let's talk about that a bit. I did not, I had, I wasn't, I don't know if I was being very open about it on the podcast. Yeah. I was 100% sure that we were not going to Yeah, have you did NFL. talk about it. I mean, yeah, maybe you didn't say it on the podcast, but I know we had conversations offline about it. I, and there was yeah. a while there where it was, it really seemed like, okay, there's maybe no chance this is gonna happen it It was bad there for a while and like basically everything was shut down but the nfl is just trucking on and they they could be the one team one league one sports league that goes unaffected by i mean other than not fans like Mm. obviously that's but unaffected as far as games played Uh, hopefully there's no cancellations because that's going to make everybody's job harder but yeah you know we'll cross that bridge when we get there right now right now we're excited man the nfl season's coming uh and and we're gonna have real games by the time you listen to this podcast next week uh we're gonna have real games to talk about Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be crazy and i think i'm gonna watch those games i think i'm really well i don't know if you invite me over for them maybe i don't know of course i have no way to watch any football no that's that's great we're definitely gonna watch if you're down we're gonna just i think that would help me we can talk about it like yeah like what i thought of the game what you thought of the game yeah because yeah have a little back and forth banter you know we're having a podcast meeting right now a pitch meeting right now yes that's a great thing yeah we're excited joe's gonna be uh, rooting for his team that's we I haven't am, announced I'm actually yet excited. i am actually excited to actually root for a team i'm sticking with them so. that's awesome man i'm uh, later on in the in the episode i'm gonna i'm gonna also kind of say you know a team for me i obviously am a dolphins fan they're my dolphins i've been a fan of them my whole life but they're disappointing every year and they've hurt me every <laughs> year of my existence so you know other than dolphins fans i want to come up with a secondary team a fun team to root for and i have a couple candidates and I was going to do a big thing where I went through uh, on the podcast and kind of like did a deep dive on these teams. But then I was terrible with scheduling and we didn't have time for that. So we're just going to do a quick little overview later. And also uh, news. We're talking news. So much news this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to get into my top five quarterbacks and finally end the top five positional rankings with my Thank top five. The Lord. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Been a monster to edit. That. It's been... Oh, it's been it's been a, a real marathon, not gonna lie. I don't think I'm gonna do it the same way next season. I think if I do my top five rankings, we're not gonna have an episode for each one. But you know, this is something that we can discuss later mm-hmm. on. Uh, and then we're gonna get into you know my season preview, 2020 season preview. Here we are. And just one quick note before we start, uh, our upload schedule is changing yes. with the NFL season. So what we usually do is we usually record on Saturdays. Uh, today we're not. We're recording on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. 
the Sunday before Labor Day. Uh, but that doesn't work. So we usually record Saturday and we upload uh, on Tuesday. But that kind of would not work at all with the NFL season because we would be not have games to talk about. So mm. what we're going to do is we're going to record on Tuesday evening uh, and then the podcast will go up on Thursday morning. Yeah. Give give our producer Joe a little bit of buffer room as far as upload goes. So we'll be able to get all the Sunday games uh, in there. We'll be able to get the Monday night game in there. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of a change uh, to our upload schedule. We'll update it on on social media and stuff. And But yeah, so a little bit of a change there. And also real quick before we get into the news, uh, just another quick shout out to Mike.Podcasting, the podcast that I'm partnering with. Make sure you check them out, uh, Mike.Podcast. Uh, with Billy, Nick, and Mike. I think I got those names in the right order again. Follow them on social media at Mike.Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just three guys being dudes talking about yeah. sports. Three of them. You know, three of them. Really great dudes. Uh, they're very supportive of this podcast, so I want to, you know, give it right back to them. But, Joe, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, why don't you just ready? All right. I'm ready. Why don't we just jump straight in? To the flurry of news. All right. The news this week came fast and it came furious. A lot of things going on. Obviously, it's the week before uh, the NFL season. You good over there, Joe? Yeah, you said came fast and furious. Fast and furious. Oh, so good yeah yeah just like the movies fast yeah. and furious uh so you know we're gonna try to speed through these because there's a lot and if we you know i'm not going to get into all the roster cuts because that's was a lot of the news as rosters were being cut down a lot of players losing their jobs uh quite a crazy crazy time but there was a ton of players getting contract extensions there were some trades there was some trade rumors there were some signings so we're going to get into that we're going to do a little bit quick uh, but why don't we just start off in New England where Cam Newton uh, was, I guess it said that he was officially named the starter, but, but apparently Bill Belichick hasn't officially announced him as a starter. But it, Cam Newton is projected to be the starter there in New England. I mean, this is obvious. The second that he was signed, I knew that he would be the starter. I, I didn't <laughs> think Jared Stidham would start over him. So I'm excited. Uh, also a little worried to see what Cam Newton does uh, there in New England. And also uh, going over to the Washington football team, uh, Dwayne Haskins is also named the week one starter over the 4,000 quarterbacks that they have there in Washington. <laughs> so Dwayne Haskins, the second year quarterback, is going to get his uh, another opportunity to show uh, what he's got there in Washington. And then like we talked about earlier, apparently Mitch Trubisky, our boy, Mitch Trubisky, play the air horn, Joe. Mitch Trubisky, where well, we need to have a sound, some sort of sound for when we say Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Maybe not an air horn because we already got the COVID thing going on. I got something. I, I already know exactly what it'll be. Perfect. So, so Mitch Trubisky, we have his own little sound drop. It's going to be perfect. Mitch Trubisky, we're going to talk about him a lot. You're going to hear the sound drop a lot because he's a starter there in Chicago this year. Um, interesting. Uh, I can't imagine, you know, Chicago fans are too thrilled about trading a fourth round pick for Nick Foles uh, when they had could have had a guy like Cam Newton off the street. Uh, but now, or even Andy Dalton at the time, Andy Dalton was a free agent. Uh, and, and you traded a fourth round pick for Nick Foles, who's not even going to start there. You're still stuck with Mitch Trubisky, but not stuck with Mitch Trubisky because you know what? I'm rooting for him. Good. He's, he's the guy on this podcast. He's the guy. Honestly, I, I've hated on him, but let's, you know, 
Joe's all in on him. I'm mm-hmm. going to be all in him. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is going to have a bounce back year. Good. It's going to be it's going to be a good year for Chicago. Well, okay, we'll get into that later. Oh. Uh, going back to New England and stupid front office office decisions rather decisions. Uh, like we were talking about with Chicago, Mohamed Sanu was actually released by the Patriots this week, um, which is uh, pretty surprising, not going to lie. I mean, the guy did not play well last year after they traded for him at the deadline. They traded a second-round pick. Unbelievable for Mohamed Sanu. Traded a second-round pick for a receiver that did almost nothing, got hurt right away, uh, and now he's getting released. He won't even be on the team this upcoming season. Uh, that's, that's, That's pretty rough, especially when you consider... Emmanuel Sanders was traded from Denver to uh, San Francisco at the deadline as well for much less. And he went on to be a, a, a big part of that San Francisco Super Bowl team. Uh, and now he's signed, obviously, with New Orleans. So definitely a discouraging thing for Patriots fans. But, you know, they've had it good enough where uh, I'm sure they won't lose any sleep over Mohamed Sanu being cut. Next up in the news, we're going to go over a bunch of players getting contract extensions. And there were a bunch of them. They were happening... Happening also fastly and furiously. Uh, first up, we had uh, the Lions and tackle Taylor Decker agreeing to a six-year, $85 million extension with $37.5 million fully guaranteed. Uh, so they locked down a uh, franchise tackle there uh, in Detroit. Uh, and then we had Joe Mixon, uh, the running back there in Cincinnati. One of the better young running backs uh, in the NFL. He gets a four-year, $48 million extension. The guy had 1,100 yards and five touchdowns, 4.1 yards per carry last year. So he's he's really developing into one of the better running backs uh, in the NFL. And, 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 you know, we'll get to see him there in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and, and that fun, fun team and fun offense uh, for years to come. Also, Colts signed center Ryan Kelly to a four-year, $50 million extension. They just locked down their center, I think they have the best offensive line in, t- in football. We talked about it uh, on a podcast a few months ago when I was um, taking my best position groups from from the NFL. And I, I, I strongly believe the Indianapolis Colts have the best offensive line. They're another team that I'm really excited to watch, really excited to talk about uh, during the upcoming season. So they locked down their center uh, for, for at least four more years. And keeping it uh, locked on contract extensions, we also had Deshaun Watson. He's the quarterback for the Houston Texans. Your Houston Texans, Joe, mm. the one we were talking about uh, earlier yeah. on, on the season. The oh, Texans. I meant to say yeah, that. Deshaun Watson. I, I knew it. Yeah, I knew you Watson. meant to say that. Just Justin Tucker. Deshaun. Yeah, Justin Tucker. They're kind of the same. Yeah. They, a lot so of people actually mistake them for each other, Justin Good. Tucker and Deshaun Watson. But yeah, yeah he, he signed a four-year, $160 million contract through... <laughs> Okay, no, I, I I spelt through Throng in my notes. <laughs> throng 2025. Uh, he has $111 million guaranteed. That's pretty good. That's pretty wow. good. That's almost, as, guaranteed. that's almost as much as we make on this podcast. That's Well, you're, it's close. It's close. Yeah, They're well, okay, it's not really that close, but uh, definitely okay with that. You know, Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans have made some questionable decisions uh, throughout this offseason. Obviously, the biggest one being getting uh, getting rid of uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, for David Johnson, who has no knees really at this point. Uh, but I definitely have no problem with extending uh, one of the best young quarterbacks, best up-and-coming players uh, in the NFL for four more years. I think Texans fans and, and fans uh, of Deshaun Washington were getting a little worried that you know he might see, hey, what the heck is Bill O'Brien doing? Bill O'Brien, do I even want to play for this guy? Uh, but he does sign a brand new contract to stay around there for a few more years. 
And then we also had Tredavious White, who I ranked as my second best cornerback going into the 2020 NFL season. He actually signed a big-time contract extension with the Buffalo Bills as a four-year, $70 million contract with $55 million guaranteed, almost half as much as we make on this podcast. Uh, He's currently now the highest paid, when this contract starts, the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. I think he deserves it. He's a young guy. I think he's still underrated by a lot of people. Uh, I like Tredavious White. I like that Bills team, obviously, other than Josh Allen, but we won't get too much into that uh, on this podcast. But Tredavious White gets locked down for at least four more years uh, there on that impressive young Buffalo Bills uh, defense and impressive secondary. Then finally, the final contract extension we have to talk about is Keenan Allen, the wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers, signing a four-year a contract worth around $80 million. They're saying it's a little bit more than $80 million. Uh, he's now the second highest paid receiver in the NFL. Uh, Keenan Allen's been one of the more underrated receivers in the NFL the last few years. He's consistently good. Uh, he was really good with uh, Phillip Rivers. It'd be, it will be interesting to see uh, where his numbers go with Tyrod Taylor and potentially Justin Herbert in the future. But Keenan Allen gets locked down uh, in, in the Los Angeles Chargers are locking down a lot of key pieces. They signed Joey Bosa to a big contract extension. They fully guaranteed Melvin Ingram's uh, 2020 contract, so he'll stay around and no longer hold out. Uh, So they're locking down some pieces, but sticking with the Los Angeles Chargers, some really, really, really disappointing news. Their big-time player on defense, their leader of their defense, the best player on that defense, the guy that I ranked as my number one safety going into the 2020 NFL season, uh, he is not going to be with the Los Angeles Chargers for the 2020 NFL season. For the second straight year, his season is going to be affected. His season is going to be plagued uh, with injury. He tore his meniscus in practice uh, this last week, and he'll miss most likely the entire 2020 season, 2021-2020 season. Goodness gracious, there's a lot of 20s involved there. <laughs> Uh, but obviously super disappointing. I mean, I I love Derwin James. I talked about he's my number one safety. A lot of people thought I was crazy for doing that. Uh, but I just, I, I believe that if he's fully healthy, uh, which he hasn't been in some time now, obviously, if he's fully healthy, he's the best young safety. He's He's got the most potential of any any defensive player, really, in the NFL. This seems to happen every single year for the Los Angeles Chargers and for the San Diego Chargers. They're cursed every year. And I talked about on my Power Ranking series on my Instagram. Check it out. Um, underscore Average Joe Show on Instagram. A little plug in there. But I talk about every year that ha- maybe having a preseason, if it's good for any team, maybe it's good for the Los Angeles Chargers because they don't have to have devastating preseason injuries. And yet, they still find a way to have devastating preseason injuries. So this is definitely one of the more disappointing uh, news stories that we had this this last week. Uh, also, Tyrell Williams of the of the Las Vegas Raiders is going to miss the entire season. We talked about Brian Edwards potentially being uh, a, a player there uh, in Las Vegas this season, and with Tyrell Williams, he'll have more opportunities there to be uh, a playmaking wide receiver. Next up in the news, we have a bunch of surprise cuts. We talked about uh, this being the final week before. The 2020 season, so a lot of uh, teams needed to get down to the 53 final 53-man roster. So there were some surprise cuts, other than just uh, undrafted rookies and guys like that being cut. First up, we had Leonard Fournette being released by the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Uh, I thought all along, uh, I've been saying it, you can go back to a couple uh, months, and I've been saying I didn't think Leonard Fournette was going to be on this team uh, come the 2020 NFL season. I did not think he would be cut. I thought that they would find a way to trade him, but obviously the running back position is is so devalued at this point, and Leonard Fournette is not a guy. Even though he, he had a decent year receiving the ball last year, he's, he's more of a runner. He's not a guy who's going to give you uh, those dual threat ab- abilities. Uh, he actually got cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Apparently, he was not all that well liked uh, in the locker room. And, and they're kind of just getting rid of guys at this point. They just traded away Yannick Ngakwe. I think they only have 11 players on that roster left from the team that was in the AFC Championship just a couple years ago. And then just a few days later, uh, Leonard Fournette ends up signing a one-year, $2 million deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So another really talented player. Uh, a really entertaining player going to Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm not sure what his role is going to be in there. They have Shady McCoy, who they signed earlier. And Ronald Jones is apparently still the starter there, uh, but definitely does not hurt to have more talent, more fun, uh, you know, young talent on a team that already has so much of it. Uh, this reminds me a lot of, of the move that the Eagles made when they had their Super Bowl run, when they already had uh, pretty good running backs. They had Corey Clement, uh, they had um, they had Garrett Blunt, and then they went and traded for Jay Ajayi, and they just had really really good fun running backs on that Super Bowl team. This reminds me kind of of that. Not saying that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers necessarily are going to be a Super Bowl team, but I like this signing. The more talent you can get on your team, the better. Next up in surprise cuts, we actually had Josh Rosen, who it came out earlier that uh, this week that he was. In trade talks, the Dolphins were attempting to trade him. They were fielding calls for him uh, to potentially be traded. And then somewhat surprisingly, during I think it was during our fantasy draft, actually, Josh Rosen ended up being cut, which I was quite shocked about. I think Dolphins fans were pretty shocked about. Dolphins Twitter was not all too thrilled. As it, it kind of felt like we had you know three uh, you know ex- somewhat exciting quarterbacks. As you know, I don't know how exciting uh, Josh Rosen can really be at this point. Uh, he's played not even three years uh, in the NFL, and he's on his third team now. Uh, after he got cut, he actually signed to a practice squad with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers scooping up yet another uh, a talent there. And, uh, you know, this is a good spot for him. Uh, as good of a spot as a practice squad for a number 10 overall pick can be, it's quite insane. I don't know if we've ever had a player like that who who is taken number 10 overall in the first round and within three years is on a practice squad of a team. It's His career has been a roller coaster. I'm still rooting for Josh Rosen. Uh, I don't know if he's ever going to be a great quarterback. Um, he's had some tough situations, obviously, but he seems to have taken them all in stride. He seems to still be an upbeat uh, guy who's motivated. And it, you know, if he can't succeed learning behind Tom Brady, I'm not sure he's going to succeed. Uh, but Josh Rosen gets a fresh start there in Tampa Bay. And then we also had one of the greatest running backs we've ever seen in the NFL. Obviously, in his older years at this point, he was surprisingly cut uh, by the Washington football team this week. Uh, Adrian, I was not expecting this. I was expecting him to be the number one runner uh, there uh, for the Washington football team. But he was actually cut this week, and then he ended up signing a one-year deal uh, worth one million dollars with the Detroit Lions, so I don't, I don't totally love that. I think he, I feel like he, he should have gone to a contender. Maybe, maybe there were none that were interested, but he ends up signing 
uh, with the Detroit Lions. And you can teach a guy like DeAndre Swift there, who I'm very high on. And I've heard a lot of good things coming out of Detroit about DeAndre Swift. But uh, a little fantasy tip, and I took this tip. Uh, Antonio Gibson is going to be the starter most likely there in Washington. I ended up taking him quite late in our draft, and I'm hoping that he'll be a hit uh, on my fantasy team. Next up in the news, we had this week Alvin Kamara. There was rumors that he was potentially being shopped by the New Orleans Saints. They were potentially looking to trade him. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are in a really, really tough spot as far as cap space goes. Um, they're going to be in, in quite a deep hole next year. Uh, so I guess they were just trying to look to see if they could get something you know, significant for Alvin Kamara. But it seems that they have kind of worked it out. And they're back in contract negotiations. Um, I mean, I, I love Alvin Kamara. I think I had him ranked as my fourth best running back going to 2020. So I'm, I'm extremely high on him. He's on my fantasy team uh, this year. So I'm expecting good things out of him. So hopefully uh, he gets that figure out and he stays in New Orleans where I think they could really use him this upcoming season. And then we also had uh, Logan Ryan, the guy who I don't know uh, what's going on with him this season. He's taken like a like a free agency tour like Peyton Manning had when he was a free agent. I don't know how good Logan Ryan thinks he is, but he was constantly just on NFL Network and stuff like that, just just discussing about who he's trying to sign with and stuff. And he was just making a big deal that he really wanted $10 million. He would not sign for anything less than $10 million. He stuck to $10 million. And he signed a $7.5 million contract with the New York Giants this week. So, uh, I mean, I don't expect much out of that team. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much to expect out of Logan Ryan, but uh, at least they bolstered that secondary a little bit. Uh, that defense is quite void of talent, and any bit of talent that they can add there in New York is very well welcomed. Coming up uh, near the end of the news, we had Josh Gordon, who has yet to be reinstated yet by the NFL, signing a one-year, $1 million contract uh, with the Seattle Seahawks, uh, the team that he was traded to last year from New England. So he signed the contract to stay there. There is not a, to, uh, a ton of talent there at the receiver position. They have Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf kind of came into his own as a rookie last year. I expect big things. But depth-wise, not a whole lot at the re receiver position there uh, with Seattle. They were linked to Antonio Brown at points uh, for a while. And now they decided to bring back Josh Gordon for another year. And then we have the Browns this week trading for... Ronnie Harrison, safety Ronnie Harris, Harris, Harrison from uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We talked about the Jaguars getting rid of pretty much all the talent on their team. Seems like they might be in a tank situation like we saw uh, with the Miami Dolphins last year. Gardner Minshew has made it quite clear that he's not at all involved in a tank and he's going to try to win. Obviously, the players are going to try to win. But Ronnie Harrison is, is, is a young, developing safety. He's not by any means a star but he's traded for a fifth-round pick to the Browns. Obviously, the Browns lost Grant Delpit last week. Uh, they're a rookie safety, so they have a guy who can come in and fill that hole there uh, on that defense. Finally, in the news, we've made it to the end of the news, the the hailstorm of news we had this week. Jadavian Clowney finally finds a home. Uh, it took a long time. A lot of Jadavian Clowney has interest here. He has interest there. Seemed like he'd go back to Seattle. And then it seemed like he'd go to New Orleans. And then it seemed like he'd go here and there and there. Uh, but this week, uh, on, on s Friday evening, I believe, uh, he was meeting. He had dinner with the New Orleans Saints. 
uh, with their coaches that with Sean Payton. And it seemed like he was gonna gonna go to New Orleans. Uh, but then he ends up signing a one-year $15 million deal with the Tennessee Titans. And I love this move for the Tennessee Titans. If we can get something out of Jadevian Clowney, uh, he didn't play all that well last year in Seattle. But uh, you know, if you can get the best out of Jadevian Clowney, the Titans definitely needed help as far as pass rush, pass rush goes. I think that's one of their bigger weaknesses on the defense. Uh, I, I definitely don't mind the signing. So Jadavian and Clowney, we finally don't have to talk about where he could potentially be interested uh, in signing. He finally has signed with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, definitely an intriguing team to watch this year. And Jadavian Clowney gets one more year to try to get himself a big contract. But that kind of wraps up this week's news. We finally made it through the cyclone of news we had this week. Uh, yeah, just a different storm. Cyclone. Yeah, cyclone. Uh, the monsoon of news, if you please. Mm, that we tsunami of tsunami. Very news. Sunus me. Sunus me. <laughs> oh god. Just trying something, okay? You know, but why don't we just you know wrap it there? We'll just cut yeah. it there, and we'll move on to my top five quarterbacks uh, in the 2020 NFL season. Coming in at number five, and Joe, I think what we're gonna do because I gave you a I gave you a top five this week, and you, you kind of dropped the ball on it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, Joe's busy. I've been really busy. Uh, we were gonna do a, a different top five, but we're gonna do something a little bit different. I'm gonna name off my top five quarterbacks. Yeah. And sort of like a little mini version of what does Joe know? If you can get three out of five of these, uh, all you have to guess is what team these guys play for. Good. Yeah. What do I win? Uh, you win the podcast, like it's usual. Starting to mean less and less. As well? Because last time nothing happened. You treated me like garbage trash right the next episode. Well, I think it was that episode Probably still. Probably was. Because you got some things wrong. I think you said Bryce Harper was a yeah, basketball player. I believe so. Well, that's fair. But anyways, first up, number five, Dak Prescott, Dakery Prescott, not his real name. His full name, fun fact, is Rain Dakota Prescott. Another fun fact, he's my quarterback on my fantasy football team. Oh, no way. Dak Prescott. We're starting off right controversial off the bat. Oh, no. A lot of people are not going to agree with me that Dak Prescott is a top five quarterback because he plays for a team. I'm not going to say who it is because I need you to guess. You're probably going to say it in the while you're... Yeah, you know what? I will. Why don't you <laughs> guess right now? Dak Prescott? Prescott. Who does he play for? The Cowboys. You got it. Did you look it up? No, I just, I just, I, wow. I kind of was thinking a little bit. And I know you're really high on the Cowboys this year. Wow. So. Look at that, ladies Holy and gentlemen. Holy Hannah, look at that. He gets the, the first, first one, one right. right. He's one for one right I'm gonna now. I'm going to shut my mouth the rest of the podcast so that you can't, like, chirp on me the, at all. Well, you still have to guess the other four. But yeah, that's great. You got the first one done. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's awesome, man. I'm, you genuinely surprised me. But Dak Prescott is not going to surprise me when he's really fantastic this year. I think because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are one of the most hated teams uh, in the NFL. Everybody hates him. I love Dak Prescott. I'm high on the Cowboys, like I said. Last year, he had nearly 5,000 yards passing. Quietly. Nobody really talks about it. He had 30 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. 65.1 a completion percentage with 8.1 yards per attempt. Uh, he's got so much talent there in Dallas. 
I think he's he has to succeed. And he did succeed last year. The offense was not really the problem there in Dallas. And I think, you know, with guys like Amari Cooper coming back, Michael Gallup there, who also was a 1,000-yard receiver. And then you add CeeDee Lamb, one of my favorite rookies this year. Uh, and then you still have Ezekiel Elliott, who is fantastic at receiving the ball. I don't know how a quarterback of Dak Prescott's talent can possibly not succeed uh, this upcoming season. So he's got one more year to learn uh, under Kellen Moore, who who I, th- I am really high on. I like him as an offensive coordinator. I think he could make that offense really fun because Jason Garrett's not there calling plays anymore. Uh, they got a new coach, Mike McCarthy. They still have a solid offensive line. So I'm really, really high uh, on Dak Prescott. And that's why he's number five on my top five quarterback rankings. Coming in at number four on my top five quarterbacks, this one might be controversial as well because a lot of people think this guy's over the hill, think this guy can't play anymore, think that he's taken a step back, and maybe he has. Maybe he's not as amazing as he once was, but Aaron Rodgers is my number four quarterback going into the 2020 NFL season. Aaron Rodgers of the... Okay, so can you answer one yes or no question? Okay, maybe. We'll see what it is. How long has he been on the team that he's playing for right now? His That's whole, not a yes or no question. Okay. Well, I'll answer it anyway. His the whole, whole life. His whole said, career. Then the Green Bay Packers. All right. Two for two, baby. You only have to get one more right. Mm. One more right. And I will. Yeah, I you're actually of... going to, for sure. Absolutely. I should, I'm not going to give it to you yet, but you have one. I didn't request If you can go five for five, if you can go five for five, what what should I do if you go for five for five? Let me take over the Average Joe Football Show Instagram page for a day. Yes. Okay, fine. Not today, or not 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 this week. And now, but, yeah. If you get five for five, you can take over the average Joe football show. But I would hate page. to. I would hate to ruin the vibe you got going on there, though, because you have. If you see your page, it all looks so good. It all looks all together well, with your black okay. background. Then you can take over my Twitter page. Perfect. Even Perfect. better. Yes, he's gonna take. Make sure you follow it at underscore average Joe show. If Joe goes five for five today. Which I'm starting to think there's a there's a pretty good chance you might go five for five. That would be very impressive. That'd be the most impressive I think of the what does Joe know uh, episodes. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers plays for the Green Bay Packers. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, a lot of people just think that he's going to fall off. A lot of people don't really realize how good of a year he actually had last year. He had four thousand yards, twenty six touchdowns, and only four interceptions. Which yes, twenty six touchdowns. Uh, maybe not the best career, uh, best year he's had in his career. And you know, arm talent wise, uh, athleticism wise, has he taken a step back? Sure, sure. But I still think he's a top five quarterback. Uh, I think that he's 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 my number four quarterback going into season. I think he's going to be motivated this year. I think he's going to be he's going to be angry that they drafted a quarterback in the first round. They traded up for a quarterback in the first round. And a lot of people want to talk about the talent on that team. Uh, the the receivers there's no receivers for him to throw to but this team went 13 and 3 with this essentially the same roster they had last year i mean 13 and 3 and were they maybe you know as talented as a as a normal 13 and 3 team maybe not maybe they had a little bit of an easy schedule and got lucky at some points but i still think aaron Rodgers is phenomenal i, I think he's gonna do the best he can with what he has and i think he could have a bounce back year he reminds me kind of tom brady uh, uh, when when Tom Brady was in his final years there in New England, he had that year. Uh, I 
it was probably 2017, I want to say, uh, the year he won MVP. Uh, I believe they lost to the Eagles that year in the Super Bowl. Uh, he just had that tremendous year out of nowhere when people kind of thought he was declining. People thought that he was not, uh, you know, what he once was. And then he ended up having an MVP year. I could see something like that from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, Brady didn't have incredible talent around him either. Uh, and I could see Rodgers having a bounce back year in 2020. Moving on to number three, my number three quarterback uh, for the 2020 NFL season. It, it is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Action Jackson, who plays for Joe. The Baltimore Ravens. Very good. Three for three. This is great. Yeah, This man. is fantastic. You think before we started the podcast, you would have been three for three at it. Like if I would no. have just... So you're learning. I'm learning, yeah. You're learning. This is No, phenomenal. I think so. But the, yeah, no. So the last, the first one who you said was, I forget it now. I'm going to be quite honest. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah. That one I was iffy about. Hmm. But I, uh, but I, I was kind of, kind of thinking it was, but I was kind of iffy. Okay. Uh, second one, easy. This one, Aaron easy. Easy. Very good, dude. And I, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the rest as well. So yeah, I think you will. I honestly, <laughs> while actually, maybe number two could be, you know, that might be where you trip up. But actually, no, I don't. I think you're good, man. I think you're going five for five. You're gonna take over Ow. Twitter, man. You're good. gonna take over my Twitter with my four followers. It's gonna I be. Love it. They're gonna be wondering what's going on. I think. It's you, me, my cousin, and somebody else. So they're all going to be wondering what's going on. Oh, I'm going to put some tweets in there that can get canceled in canceled. 2025. Very good. Very good. Don't cancel me, please. It's Joe. Cancel <laughs> Joe. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, fun fact about him. I think I forgot Aaron Rodgers' fun fact, but that's fine. Uh, fun fact about uh, Lamar Jackson. You probably know this because you're a big Lamar Jackson guy, obviously. Yes. His favorite pregame meal is shrimp Alfredo, Alfredo pasta. Really? Yeah. You almost got that today. Yeah, I had uh, I had um, BPs today. BP, a little Boston pizza action. I had uh, chicken and mushroom fettuccine. Yeah, sort of like shrimp Alfredo pasta. I actually considered shrimp Alfredo pasta at one yeah. point, but I'll tell you what else I'm considering. Not really considering. It's just official. He's number three okay. in my top five <laughs> quarterbacks. Tried to do a quick little transition. Did yeah. not work. You're good at those. I love that. He, uh, he thank you. I appreciate that. I feel like our friendship is really building on this. It was, it was, I was on the rocks there on a on a couple of yeah. the other podcasts, and it's really growing now. But Lamar Jackson also growing. I think he's just going to grow as a quarterback. Uh, you know, he's he's a very different type of quarterback than the other two quarterbacks we talked about, and the other two quarterbacks we're gonna talk about uh, on this podcast. He's a runner. He's a running quarterback. He had three thousand one hundred twenty-seven yards passing last year with thirty-six touchdowns and six interceptions. Uh, and he also had 1,200 yards rushing for seven touchdowns, and obviously that was good enough to win him MVP last year. Uh, passing yardage-wise, he's not nearly uh, to the level of these other guys, but all-purpose yards, he had 4,300 yards and 43 touchdowns, all-purpose touchdowns, which is pretty phenomenal, uh, obviously good enough to win MVP. Like I said, Lamar Jackson is a different type of, of quarterback. Everybody wants to make the joke that he's a running back, uh, but I think he he is he's still good enough to be number three on my list. He's an offensive weapon like we've really never seen before. People want to compare him to Michael Vick. He's probably better than Michael Vick ever was at this point. Uh, Michael Vick, obviously, you know, a tremendous talent 
whose career was cut short at one point because he went to prison. He fought dogs. He didn't fought dogs. He didn't himself fight them, but he no, got but them he, to fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dang, he was that sucks. Dog fighting ring. Super talented player. Very good. You also got that. You also knew who Michael Vick was. This is a yeah. big episode for you, Joe. Thank you. Don't big. say that because last time you said that and I really crapped the beds. It's okay. It's okay. And then, yeah, I, I also said that about the kickers episode. And then the punters one was an oh, absolute, was, a was an absolute loopy, loopy fiasco. Fun fact. I was actually going to. I was gonna. I was planning on um, improving my uh, top five mascots. Joe wanted me. To, yeah. Joe wanted me to do my top five Little mascots. Spoiler. Yeah, we were gonna do top five mascots. You were gonna improv it. I was. I was going to because I had nothing prepared, and you told mm. me like in the beginning of the week, it's or okay. like Tuesday it's or Wednesday, right. you were like, "Hey, you want to do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure," but. You, know, you let me down. It. I mean, that's fine. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's okay. I'm just kidding. No, that that's just something we can tease in the future. We have you know big plans. This top five mascots, it's not gonna be a joke. You're gonna put work into this. It's gonna be it's gonna be the best mascot list out there. You know, so Better I'm excited be. for it. I'm excited, but I'm also excited for Lamar Jackson. That's three of these transitions <laughs> in one in one quarter. And I dare you to do the next two. I, and I dare you. I'm I'm killing it right now with these transitions. Uh, I think he's gonna continue to improve as a as a passer. He I love watching him play. I'm excited to see the Baltimore Ravens this upcoming season. Uh, and Lamar Jackson's number three on my top five quarterbacks. Coming in at number two, and Joe, I'm so confident you're going to go five for five here. Coming in at number two is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson of... The Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. You're... Unbelievable! It's like watching. I'm proud of you, Joe. I'm, I'm like, actually well, into this. I think we should do this with other players as well. Yeah, because I feel like I that would be something I could compete in. Yeah, well, the, you did great, man. This is fantastic. Uh, you're definitely gonna get number one. We're not gonna spoil it, but you're definitely yeah. gonna number one. Yes. Uh, and fun fact about Russell Wilson, he is Mister 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 Unlimited. Mister Unlimited. Robot Russell, miss the guy you love to love or hate to love or whatever he yeah, yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We love to love him here on this podcast. Yes. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. He had 4,110 yards uh, passing last year. He had 31 touchdowns and five interceptions. Uh, and he also added on three, uh, 300 yards rushing and three touchdowns there. He's a very exciting player to watch. He He's a guy who can make... Um, chicken salad out of chicken crap you know he, he it can he hasn't had a good offensive line at any point really during his career uh so he can make plays make plays out of nothing and, and just make crazy crazy things happen and he is that team in seattle uh i don't know if there is a quarterback or there is a team out there that relies more on their quarterback uh success than seattle and there's still a run first team which which sounds uh contradiction but sounds like a little bit of a contradiction but without Russell Wilson this team is not where they are uh, today and he has like we talked about he has some weapons he has DK Metcalf who's developing he has Tyler Lockett they just signed Josh Gordon for another season uh, and he has Chris Carson there who is another player that's on my fantasy team another shout out to Chris Carson they brought in Greg Olson at the tight end position I worry a little bit about the depth there at those positions if there's a major injury Maybe they end up signing a guy like uh, Antonio Brown later in the season. But, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, I wish, I wish, I wish Seattle one time 
break this run first mentality that they have and they would just let Russell Wilson do his thing for a season. Just let him just throw the ball all over the yard. Let him uh, th- throw like a, a, a team like like the Los Angeles Rams who who threw the most passes out of any team uh, with Jared Goff. Why not do that with Russell Wilson, who's my, my second best quarterback going to 2020 NFL season? Get him opportunity. Uh, you know, he's so good at keeping plays alive. He's so good at making plays on the run. He's just such an exciting quarterback. I don't know why they don't try to use him even more than they do. But Russell Wilson, I'm excited for him. And I think Seattle's going to be a fun team and a really, really good team coming up uh, during the 2020 NFL season. Coming in at number one on my top five quarterbacks for the 2020 NFL season and it is Joe. Do you want to guess who my number one quarterback is? Do you think you can feel? I, can I do the intro? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. do the intro. Here we go. Coming in at number one on my quarterbacks for the 2020 NFL season, Very. we have Patrick Mahomes. Very good, of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh my gosh! Play the music. Woo! What does Joe know? All right. Heck yes. Five. I know everything. Five. You are the god of football. Oh, wow. my goodness gracious. Look at me go. Patrick Mahomes. Fe- speaking of the god of football, Patrick mm. Mahomes. Uh, fun fact about him. He recently got engaged. Really? To his high school sweetheart. So congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. I love high school sweetheart relationships. Because yeah. you have I one. I have one myself. You've been basically in middle school, uh, it was preschool eighth, almost. <laughs> it sweetheart. was the eighth grade. Eighth grade. That's so cute. I love that because and a big people are so mean to Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend on social media. Really? Why? So mean. Apparently they think she's annoying. So they're like just always talking crap. It's like so what? It's so dumb. Who cares? It's like yeah, it's his. his it's, like why are you? It's not so your good? girlfriend. Mind your own business. Honestly, yeah. that's the worst part of social media. Like sh- shut up. And like and then people are like, oh man, Patrick Mahomes can have any girl in the whole world that he wants, but he just proposes to this chick. Like how about first of all, <laughs> how about shut up? Screw off. Your opinion doesn't always matter. Terrible. Your parents should have told you this. Your opinion doesn't always matter. Yeah. You don't always need to give your opinion. And also, uh, maybe he loves her. You ever, yeah, you maybe, ever think about maybe that? Maybe when you want to get married to someone, you have to love them. Yeah. Maybe just maybe. Maybe it's more than just a physical attraction. You ever think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The internet's a shallow, sad place. And all those guys that made that made those comments. Very sad and shallow. Sad and people. I, I feel sorry for them. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, really excited. He's had an incredible year. Won the Super Bowl. And now he's engaged. He's now part owner of the Kansas City Royals, the baseball team there in Kansas City. What? Yeah, he's a minority owner there. Wow. Yeah, so just a phenomenal year for Pat Mahomes. Congratulations. No Couldn't have happened to a better guy. I love Pat Mahomes. That's why he's number one. Not only is he a great person, he's a great quarterback. He's the... He's the best quarterback I've ever watched. And in, you know, three seasons in his two, into his career, is that maybe a little ambitious? Is that maybe a little bit excessive? Maybe. But I genuinely have never witnessed a quarterback or a player in the NFL that's completely changed the game, completely taken over in, 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 in such a short amount of time. I'm, I'm convinced if his career is not cut short by injuries, by the time he was retired, he's going to be a Michael Jordan-like figure in the NFL. And I think a lot of people are coming to that realization now uh, is that Patrick Mahomes is amazing. And I, and I expect him very much 
uh, to play back at that MVP level. Obviously, he was injured last year. He missed two games. He still threw for 4,000 yards, uh, 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, he's the most talented quarterback in, in football. He's the best quarterback in football. He's surrounded by the best team in football, in my opinion. The talent that he has, uh, I mean, he's got Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Mecole Hardman, who's your guy. He's on your fa- Is he on your fantasy team, Hardman? Hardman is. The Hardman, very yeah. good. Hardman, Sammy Watkins. He's got Clyde Edwards-Elaire, which is another guy on our fantasy team has Clyde Edwards-Elaire on his team and his his team name is the Fresh Prince of Elaire. So such cool. a cool name. Shout out to you, Aaron. Really, really cool name. Uh, I yeah, like I said, love Patrick Mahomes. Super excited to see what he can do on Thursday and beyond in his career. And that's why he's number one. And that's why Joe went five for five on the quarterbacks this on this edition of my top five rankings and what does Joe know. Mm. Jumping into the beginning of the 2020 NFL season preview, we are previewing uh, the 2020 NFL season before the season starts uh, this Thursday. And we're going to start off with my awards, who I think is going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, uh, Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, and MVP who is going to win those illustrious, uh, not rewards, awards? Uh, who's going to win those awards? First up, we have the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, and I, I kind of go chalk. I'm not going to lie for my Defensive Rookie of the Year and Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year this year, I think, is going to be Chase Young, the edge rusher for the Washington football team, the number two pick in this year's draft. Uh, he's crazy. He's a freak. He's an athletic, uh, you know, Freak, I guess. I can't think of a better word for it. But uh, he's also surrounded with great talent on that defensive line. And I think he's set up to succeed there in Washington. So that's why I think that he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Some other potential honorable mentions. I could see Derek Brown there in Carolina uh, with two really good young pass r- rushers there uh, with um, Brian Burns and Yatur Grossmatos, uh, who they drafted this year as well. I could see Derek Brown having a good rookie season. Also, Isaiah Simmons uh, in Arizona, the safety. If he's a player like like Derwin James, I could definitely see him potentially uh, winning a Defensive Rookie of the Year. And my sleeper for Defensive Rookie of the Year, Antoine Winfield, the safety. Uh, Antoine Tuan Winfield Jr., rather, the safety uh, for the Tampa Buccaneers. I could see him. He's just on a talented defense. I've talked about how I think that defense is underrated and they could be really good this upcoming season. Uh, season. And uh, Antoine Winfield could have a good, have a good. Antoine Winfield could have himself a pretty good season. Not Steven. <laughs> pretty good Steven. <laughs> Next up for offensive rookie of the year, I kind of stay boring. I don't try to go too crazy. Uh, I had the number two pick for my defensive rookie of the year, and my number uh, for for offensive rookie of the year, I go number one pick, Joe Burrow. Quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm really excited for Joe Burrow. I, I think he's a fun, cool quarterback to root for. He's basically kind of what Baker Mayfield was before everybody started hating on Baker Mayfield. He's like this cool guy with swagger. And I think he's got weapons there. A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd. They drafted T. Higgins. He's got Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, guys like that. I worry a little bit that maybe that offensive line could could be a hindrance to him. Uh, this upcoming season, they're not very good on the offensive line. They're getting Jonah Williams back, who missed his entire rookie season. But other than that, their offensive line looks pretty rough. 
But Joe Burrow, I'm excited to see what he does in his rookie year. And I project him as the offensive rookie of the year. A couple honorable mentions. I talked about C.D. Lamb. I really like C.D. Lamb. I wanted to draft him so bad in fantasy and I completely forgot. And I'm still kicking myself for doing that. I can't believe that I forgot uh, to draft C.D. Lamb. Uh, and then we have Clyde edwards Lair for uh, Kansas City. I think that he could have a fantastic season as well. He's kind of the number one runner there now that Damian Williams opted out. I could see him, you know, both receiving and rushing, having a pretty big season on that really, really talented offense. And then a sleeper for a defense or for offensive rookie of the year, rather, uh, DeAndre Swift, who I already talked about once uh, earlier in the podcast. I'm hearing a lot of good things from him in Detroit. I think he could be, uh, you know, one of those rookies who has a tremendous year, like we saw with a guy like Kareem Hunt a couple of years ago uh, when he was a rookie, and maybe, you know, potentially be one of the league leaders in rushing. Uh, and he's a guy who could also make an impact in the passing game. Next up for comeback player of the year. And to me, it's very obvious. Uh, Alex Smith, he made the roster there in Washington. And I think that's grounds enough for him to be named comeback player of the year. He's not the starter. Dwayne Haskins is the starter. But if the fact that Alex Smith is even back playing football after nearly, nearly having his life taken by that injury is absolutely crazy. I think he deserves it. I think Alex Smith should, by default, win Comeback Player of the Year. But if there are any honorable mentions, uh, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger for for Pittsburgh, uh, if he comes back and has a big year, which a lot of people are projecting, uh, I think it's it's very possible uh, he could also win Comeback Player of the Year. AJ Green in Cincinnati, a guy, another guy who missed all of last year uh, with injury, could come back with Joe Burrow and have a big year. Uh, and then a sleeper, I think David Johnson in Houston. I don't love the David Johnson trade. I don't love David Johnson as a player right now. But I think that uh, that the Houston Texans might feel uh, like they really, really have to feed the guy the ball. Like they really, really have to to you know justify that trade, justify that decision. Uh, and and they're gonna work him. They're gonna make him you know the centerpiece of that offense, whether he deserves it or not. So David Johnson could be a potential comeback player of the year candidate next up my coach of the year and this is where the cowboys love continues you're gonna really really know by the end of the sh- end of the show how much uh, i love the cowboys going into the season and this could really come back to burn me and i i'm almost positive it will come back to burn me but uh, i'm extremely excited about the cowboys this season and mike mccarthy is my pick for coach of the year i think he, the cowboys are going to be better this year I think they're going to be a good team, and I think Mike McCarthy is going to get a lot of credit for that. Uh, and Dallas, like I said, they're going to be a good team. They're going to be a contender. Uh, if you want to talk honorable mentions, we could see Bill Belichick. If potentially the Patriots end up being a playoff team, you know they're not a talented roster whatsoever. Bill Belichick should have probably won Coach of the Year for 20 years in a row now, but he, he hasn't won it a whole lot. This could be one of those years where he wins it. We could see Mike Tomlin and Pittsburgh potentially winning it. Uh, if Pittsburgh is really good this year, and then a potential sleeper, maybe Cliff Kingsbury there in Arizona, if Arizona lives up to a lot of the hype that they're getting uh, from the the football uh, media out there. Next up, for my defensive player of the year, I have TJ Watt, the edge rusher for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I, I really like TJ Watt. He was my number one ranked uh, edge rusher going into the 2020 NFL season. His numbers last year were absolutely ridiculous. 
He plays on an extremely talented defense. There's talent, especially on that defensive line. There's so much talent around him and just on that defense in general. So I could definitely see him having a huge statistical year and taking home uh, Defensive Player of the Year. He was a runner-up this year. He, he could have very well won it uh, this past season. And if you want to talk honorable mentions, I could see Miles Garrett having a big year this year, uh, coming back motivated. And I could see, obviously, Aaron Donald is always a guy that could potentially win that award. He's already won it a couple times. And then if you want to talk sleepers, I don't know if you would consider this a sleeper because he's a fantastic player, but Khalil Mack, the edge rusher there for uh, the Chicago Bears. A lot of people, you know, not too high on the Bears. And I think if they are a bad team, if they have a bad offense, that defense is going to be on the field a lot. And we're going to see uh, Khalil Mack uh, make a lot of plays, especially with Robert Quinn uh, on the other side. Now he has somebody that can rush the passer on the other side. You can see Khalil Mack. The only thing is, a lot of the times, uh, defensive player of the year does not come from a bad team. And I, 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 I kind of project the Chicago Bears to be a bad team this upcoming season. But Khalil Mack could be a potential pick for defensive player of the year. And now my second to last pick in the awards here, offensive player of the year. And it is Christian McCaffrey, the running back. The do-it-all guy there for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he obviously had a thousand yards rushing, thousand yards receiving last year. Crazy good player. Uh, I think he could carry them to some wins this season. And if they're a borderline playoff team, uh, he he could potentially uh, win this award. I think he will be in contention for this award. And honorable mentions: we talk about Patrick Mahomes. We could talk about Lamar Jackson. And here's a deep, deep sleeper. Uh, Cam Newton, quarterback for New England Patriots. If New England is good, like we talked about with Bill Belichick, uh, maybe they're good because Cam Newton's back to playing at a high level and he's an offensive player of the year candidate. You know, Josh McDaniels is a fantastic offensive coordinator. It'll be interesting to see what he can do with a talent like Cam Newton. Finally, the biggest award of the night, the biggest award of the season, the MVP, most valuable player. And this is where my Cowboys love maybe gets a little crazy and a lot of people are gonna be questioning this and I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for it, but Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, is who I'm projecting as this year's league MVP. Uh, we, we talked about the weapons he has there with Amari Cooper, with Michael Gallup, with Ezekiel Elliott, and then they brought in CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I just am really high on this Dallas team. I'm really excited for this Dallas team. Uh, I think they're going to be good, and you'll hear more about that later when we project uh, the divisions and, and playoffs and, 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 and all that. But Dak Prescott, I think he's going to have a great year. He had a really great year last year, like we said, quietly, almost through for 5,000 yards. And I think that if Kellen Moore can continue to improve and, and Dak Prescott can continue to improve, that he could... Uh, be in contention and he will win the the, uh, the MVP award uh, obviously audible mentions Patrick Mahomes I think he's going to play back at an MVP level Russell Wilson hasn't won one yet in his career I would love to see him win one and a deep sleeper again we talked about Christian McCaffrey for offensive player of the year I could potentially if if by some if somehow you know the Carolina Panthers make the playoffs uh, and Christian McCaffrey is balling out and carrying this team week by week. I could see him potentially winning MVP. It's usually a quarterback award. But we have seen running backs win it. We saw Adrian Peterson win it a, uh, a few years back. So Christian McCaffrey uh, is a potential dark horse MVP candidate. Moving on to the next part of my 2020 season preview. We're going to move on division by division. And I'm going to give you my winners and, and how I think the division is going to shake out 
And we won't, you know, beat around the bush anymore. Let's just go right on to the AFC East. And I project the Buffalo Bills to win that division. Finally, a team other than the New England Patriots is going to win the AFC East. I think the Patriots uh, are still going to be competitive. I think they're going to finish, finish second place. Uh, the Dolphins, I have it in at third. And the New York Jets come in, obviously, at number four. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are, are much more talented than really any other team in this division. I don't think New England is talented enough. I think their coach is good enough to get, get them into second place and potentially compete for first place. But Buffalo, uh, other than that quarterback, I'm very high on them. And I have them winning the AFC East. And then moving on to the AFC West, we don't have to talk too much about this. Kansas City, obviously the Chiefs are going to win that division. Uh, I'm, I think they're going to have a phenomenal year again. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Tyreek Hill's amazing. Travis Kelsey's amazing. So much talent on that Kansas City Chiefs team. I have the Los Angeles Chargers finishing in at second. Uh, even with the Derwin James injury, I think that that defense is really phenomenal. A uh, ton of talent, especially on the defensive line. Uh, edge rushers there uh, in the secondary is good. Uh, and then I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, in at number three in the division. Uh, they're a question mark team. Uh, they'll go as far as their quarterbacks can take them. And I'm not really sure how far that is. And the Denver Broncos, a team who I've hyped up a lot this season. I have them finishing fourth. I don't think they're ready yet. I'm not sure what what Drew Locke uh, exactly is going to accomplish this season. But I like their team. I like their future. I'm just not sure the future is now for the Denver Broncos. Moving on to the AFC South, I have the Indianapolis Colts finishing first in that division. The Colts are the team probably in the NFL I'm the most intrigued by. I don't really know what to think about them. I think they I think they could be really good. Uh, they have a phenomenal offensive line like we talked about. And it's something that Phillip Rivers has really never had in his career. I think they have a, a team full of talent. They brought in DeForest Buckner. Uh, they have an underrated uh, defensive line. They have some weapons there. They brought in Michael Pittman there, the receiver, uh, the rookie receiver. And I have Houston finishing in second, uh, but still making the playoffs. We'll get into that a little bit later. Houston uh, finishing second in that division. I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's good enough to get them a few extra wins. Tennessee comes in at number three. Uh, I think they'll have an okay year, but I think they'll kind of come back to the mean after having a crazy movie of a year last year. And then obviously I have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at the fourth place in the division. I think they could be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And then we move on to the final team, uh, division rather in the AFC, the AFC North. And I have the Baltimore Ravens going back to back and winning this division. And then I have the, the Cleveland Browns actually finishing second, which I'm starting to feel less and less confident about. Uh, I'm high on the Browns. I want them to succeed. I want Baker Mayfield to succeed, but... The Pittsburgh Steelers, who I got at number three, I think could make that very difficult on them. Uh, and then we have the Cincinnati Bengals, a team with a bright future, but they're still developing. I have them coming in at number four. Moving on to the NFC, we're going to quickly go through uh, the NFC and obviously the NFC East starting there. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning. Uh, I think they're just head, head and shoulders better than every other team in that division. I have the Philadelphia Eagles coming in at second. Uh, I think they the injuries they had so far this year could really affect them. Uh, I still like Carson Wentz. I still think there's potential there, but I don't think they're as good as Dallas. And then I have Washington football team coming in at number three. And the New York Giants, like I talked about on the power rankings, I think they're going to be the worst team in football this year. Their defense is atrocious. I think they're going to finish last in that division. 
Uh, moving on to the NFC West, I have the Seattle Seahawks actually winning that division after the 49ers barely, barely won it last year. I think Seattle uh, is a is a is a really good roster. I like Russell Wilson obviously better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I have him uh, edging them out there in the NFC West, and I have the Arizona Cardinals coming in at three, uh, and then the Los Angeles Rams dropping to number four. Uh, just a hunch, really. I don't I don't believe in the Rams this year. I think they play in the best division in football, one of the best divisions at least uh, in football, and it could be really tough for them to get wins this year. Moving on to the NFC South, I have the New Orleans Saints winning that division. Uh, they're still really good no matter what Tampa Bay did this, this offseason. Uh, Drew Brees is phenomenal. Alvin Kamara is one of my favorite running backs. They have talent. Their defense is kind of underrated, I think. I think they're going to be another championship contender this year. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming in at number two. I think they'll be a playoff team, but not quite good enough to knock off the New Orleans Saints. And then I have the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers coming in at three and four. And moving on to the final division in the NFC, the NFC North, I have the Green Bay Packers. I talked about Aaron Rodgers at number four. I think he'll have a good year. I think the Packers are still better than the other teams in that division. I think they'll take that division and the Minnesota Vikings will come second. And then we have Chicago in at number three. And then the Detroit Lions. I just don't love what they have there at the head coach position. I don't love hearing uh, potential problems there with players and head coaches. So that's why they're last in the NFC North. And then off of that, off of my division predictions, we're going to get right into my playoff predictions. Uh, how I think the playoff... Uh, is who's going to make the playoffs? What seed are they going to be? In the AFC, I have my number one seed is Kansas City. Uh, my number two seed is Baltimore. So Kansas City gets the uh, the bye. Obviously, only one team's getting a bye week this year with the seven teams in each playoff uh, as opposed to six teams as it's been for years now. Uh, and then the NFC, and this is where my Cowboys love, continues to get crazy. I have the Dallas Cowboys as my number one seed. I think they have an extremely easy schedule. I think they have an extremely talented team. I think they're going to get the number one seed. And, and I think they're going to fly in the playoffs. I think they're going to be a fantastic team. And I have the New Orleans Saints in at number two seed. And then at number three in the AFC, I have the Indianapolis Colts. And I have the Seattle Seahawks, uh, my number three there. And then number four, I have the Buffalo Bills. Uh, as my number four seed, those are all the division winners in the AFC. And I also have the Green Bay Packers at number four. And then to round out the AFC, I have Houston at the five seed, Cleveland at the six seed, and Pittsburgh at the seven seed. So the AFC North gets three teams in the playoffs this year, according to my projections. I think that, that the AFC North is really good, and I don't think there's many teams that are better in the AFC than Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. And rounding out the NFC, I have San Francisco as the five seed, Tampa Bay as the six seed, and Minnesota coming in at the final seed. And then... My Super Bowl prediction, who do I think is going to, based on watching no games in the 2020 NFL season, Joe, who's your Super Bowl prediction this year? Uh, be careful because you need one team from each conference. So you could really... I need... Wait, sorry. So, yeah, so one team from the AFC, one team from the NFC. You were so talking can't, to me. Yeah, it can't be the Chiefs and the and the Ravens in the Super Bowl. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. It, it, that cannot be a thing? Mm -mm. Never ever in the world. No, because right? they're both in the AFC. See, that's kind of new information to me. Well, okay. Like all the different... Uh, yeah, conferences. Conferences. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. okay. Well, why don't I just... Okay. My heart wants to say because 
as we were talking about earlier, my team. Oh, should, should I? Yeah, just announce it. What's, what's your team going into the season? Uh, this year, uh, it's my first year really that I'm going to be, I think, following football. So, uh, and I didn't do a lot of research really mm. at mm. all. That's okay. But That's uh, for this year, I think, I think I'm going to go with uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore I Ravens. I am going to do that, yeah. Must be nice to jump on a good team right away. And that, And that's not... I'm not being a bandwagon here. I know nothing about the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. I know that that Lamar Jackson is their quarterback. Action Jackson, baby. Um, Listen, I'm all for it, dude. I thought you were a Bears fan, but apparently you're jumping off that already. So Yeah, well, see, the thing is, I think mostly the reason why I'm a Ravens fan or why I'm going with the Ravens this year mm, yeah. is because I had a buddy growing up uh, through my childhood I went to school with. Mm. He was the biggest. He loved the Ravens. Really? Always can talk about the Ravens. He loved the Ravens. Okay. And I, and you know I. You were influenced by him. I was influenced was by just, him quite a bit. Yeah, I like their colors. Go. I like. It their, is cool. They're know. a cool team. I I I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on you. That so your team, is this just for this season or is this just your team now? Well, so far Ray? for this season, that that will be for this season. All and right. then Afterwards, All I will. Right. We'll see. I'll go off. That. We'll reassess things after that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. So you have Baltimore in the Super Bowl. You think they're gonna you're gonna go to the chip this year? My heart wants to say Baltimore, but my brain wants to tell me that the Chiefs are gonna Ooh. go into the Super Bowl and take the Super Bowl again. I think so. Well, your prediction is is very much the same as mine. I have yeah. Kansas City versus Dallas in the Super wow. Bowl. So the Cowboys go all the way to the Super Bowl. My Cowboys love is getting to a absolute fever pitch at this point. <laughs> uh, people are gonna think I'm crazy, but I have Kansas City versus Dallas, and Kansas City edges them out. 28-17. Might as well do a score. I mean, this is already ridiculous enough to predict the Super Bowl. 28-17. I think Kansas City is too good for Dallas. I think they're going to wow. get uh, kind of whipped a little bit. But Dallas, I project to be really good. I think they're going to be good. But Kansas City is going to be even better. They have the best quarterback in the history of football on their team. Uh, so Kansas City, Dallas uh, meeting in the Super Bowl. And Kansas City, back-to-back Super Bowls, baby. Congratulations. But that pretty much wraps up this episode uh it's been a long one how long have we been recording for i mean we had hours where i just didn't say anything it's uh in in pre-production pre-production uh and pre-editing it's uh, an hour and a half right now whoa an hour and a half this might be our longest episode this might be the longest episode but it's the biggest episode man 2020 season by the time you're listening to this we are three days out unless you're not listening to it on the day that it's uploaded uh but we are very close to the start of the 2020 NFL season. I'm excited. Uh, if you want to hear more about the 2020 NFL season, make sure you, that you follow the show. Make sure that you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, follow us. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a rating. Uh, give us a review. We'd very much appreciate it. Make sure that you follow, follow the show at underscore average Joe Show on Instagram and Twitter. And thank you guys once again for listening to another episode. Joe, you got anything to say before we wrap things up here? Um, actually, yeah, I was going to talk to you about something. I actually uh, found out the other day that I'm actually I'm actually uh, color deaf. Wow, oh, color deaf? Yeah. Really? I'm color deaf. Color deaf. So you can't hear colors? No, it's like, it's, you know how people are colorblind, they can't see certain colors, yeah. you know? like Yeah. So for me, it's pretty much like I, I can hear most things. But like, there's just some things that I just randomly just tune out, and I just can't what? hear anything at all. Yeah, I just what? can't hear. I just can't hear it at all. This was diagnosed by a doctor. You're color deaf. Col- Sorry, what? Col- what? Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> this is phenomenal. All right. You're amazing. Thank you. What a Appreciate way to that. end the podcast. <laughs> uh, Joe is color deaf and we're excited about the 2020 NFL season. But thank you guys once again for tuning in and we will catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>